Daily Tennis Tip, Episode 236. Generalist or Specialist? Which is the best kind of tennis pro for your tennis game? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Well, remember when you sat around and you said you didn't have enough time to take tennis lessons? Well, you can throw that excuse out the window. Check out my Accelerator Tennis System. It's a fresh start guide on how to play smart tennis. Take this knowledge and stick it upon your existing game or your new game and watch your game skyrocket. I even got case studies to prove it. Check out Accelerator Tennis System on Backhand City or check out the link in the show notes. So today's topic, generalist or specialist, which is the best kind of tennis pro for your tennis game? Let's first start with the generalists. This is probably the largest group of pros out there. If you believe in the Pareto, Pareto principle, the economic principle that says uh, 80% of the economy is put out by 20% of the marketplace, this would be the 80% of the people that you probably have the availability to take tennis lessons from because it's just the largest group. Uh, so it's a little bit of a reverse of the Pareto principle just by the sheer volume of these types of tennis instructors. Uh, the first generalist we're going to refer to is the club pro. This is typically uh, an entry-level program. That's how I started out. You just started a club, and they just throw you out there. There's not a lot of training. There's not a lot of orientation. You typically played on your high school or your college team, and you have ambition to become a tennis coach. So you get a job at a tennis club and they just pay you as you go along. So there's no real job security. <clears throat> it's just a matter of if they can feed you customers or you can do a good enough job, you'll build up a little bit of a business. Now, a lot of times these club pros will start off in the group classes and they'll also do a lot of kids clinics. It's be a great way for them to network and meet people. They'll do clinics. They'll do private lessons. Uh, sometimes they'll run camps and events. But for the most part, this is your entry-level tennis pro. There are obviously varying degrees of expertise, but I'm just speaking as the generalist. Typically, that's what they look like. Then the other type of generalist is your part-time pro or your free freelancer. Typically, these guys are rogue operators. They don't have insurance. They aren't belonging to a trade association like the, the USPTA or the Professional Tennis Registry. They're just doing a little side hustle rather than Uber driving. They're teaching tennis. So obviously, these first two types of pros are going to be more affordable just because there's a lot of them to choose from. So if you're looking for a generalist, obviously, you're going to want one that fits your schedule and just someone that you feel comfortable with. So just feel free to take an hour lesson from them or attend a group clinic and you'll, you'll get a feel for the type of personality the tennis pro has and if you form a bond and you feel like there's a connection and they can help your game you can take it from there so then after that is the specialist and i divided this up into six different categories the first one is a developmental coach this is somebody 
who's really a technical wizard that is really going to get down into the technical aspects of your swing and the biomechanics and how to just maximize your potential skill set and your ball striking abilities. Some famous technical development coaches would include Rick Macy and Nick Balateri. Now, for those guys, they even have a specialist inside of specialism. And their real focus is like, their sweet spot is like 8 to 12-year-olds, 10 to 12-year-olds. They really want to get in there. That's their sweet spot. They love taking a really talented player at that age and kind of molding their technical part of their game and then pushing them off into the next phase. And probably that next phase, and this is probably a a larger specialist group that was really started by the USTA a few years ago, and it's called the High Performance Coach. And this is someone who, it sounds like the title, they're taking your most advanced players at your club or your academy. They're typically teenagers, um, and they're looking to become college players, and the really elite ones are looking to become pros. So a high-performance coach will do not only the technical develop, he'll do the match play, he'll do this, the pre-match work, the post-match work, some basic psychology, some competitive X's and O's. So your high-performance coach is really focused mostly on juniors. After that, you've got your touring coach. Most touring coaches don't make a lot of money, although it's very glamorous. A lot of ones that get lucky and maybe can stick with a player will start their own academy and grow their brand from there. It's kind of a glamorous job, but it does not pay well. And typically you'll see a lot of younger guys doing this because they're cheap labor. They don't have families. They'll want to travel. There are guys that have been doing it for many years and flip around and change coaches, uh, change players a lot, especially on the women's tour. There's a lot of turnover with coaches at that level. Um, Some of the more famous coaches like Paul Anacone and Brad Gilbert are now into broadcasting. So that's another thing you can do. Also in that group, I include college coaches. That's probably one of the most stable jobs you can get, especially if you're at a good school. It comes with a nice salary, and a lot of the college coaches will run summer programs on the university courts so they can make supplemental income, and it typically comes with a lot of benefits. And that is similar to the touring coach because there's a lot of team building and psychology and culture that you're building. With the touring coach, you're really building that culture with one or two players at a time. With a college coach, obviously, you're building a culture with the team. The fourth specialist is beginners, including like tiny tots or adult intro or even a high school tennis coach. I would say with a high school tennis coach, that is a great job if you're just starting out coaching. I remember I did that in Westchester, Pennsylvania, and it really teaches you a lot about yourself as a coach and how you relate to other people. Beginners and tiny tots are really challenging. That is a specialized field, especially with their uh, shorter attention span. And there's a lot of specialism in that, in all the progressions and the just kind of the controlling behavior and the group drills that you can organize for kids that are that young. It also translates into adult beginners because obviously people who have no experience with tennis and don't even know how to hold a racket or hit a ball need a specialist to help them learn how to play because I noticed that a lot of pros in those other categories really have trouble relating to beginners because they just really don't know how to start. They're good at, at developing people who are already 
through the progression and down the pathway. Uh, finally, five and six, I would say, I included five as uh, private coaches, coaches that just teach very wealthy people or they just teach private lessons. Like I was a private coach in the Hamptons. I traveled around and I just taught exclusively to certain clientele that had tennis courts in their backyard. I also include people who just do private. Um, they could be freelancers and they could just be private specialists, but there's a lot of people who do that in the summertime, especially if they go up to the Northeast. And then finally, the sixth category would be like a director of tennis. And now this has even expanded further. They call this position director of rackets because it includes all the racket sports under there, including the new sport of pickleball. So this type of tennis pro is usually running large programs as a staff of pros is doing a lot of culture building as well with his staff or her staff. Uh, they're dealing with larger groups. They're dealing with tennis camps. They also do private instruction. But most of their stuff is more management and programming. So what does this have to do with you, the tennis consumer? Well, I just wanted to go over this generalist specialist list. So when you're hiring a pro, you can look at it with a different set of lenses and find the pro that suits you. At the end of the day, it's really going to come down to personality, but their knowledge base and their specialty could have a huge influence on how it relates to your game and accelerate your experience and your learning curve. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to log on to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you get notified each day with a fresh episode. And if you're looking for tennis partners, log on to BackhandCity.com, click on the blog link, and then the join button. And you can log on to our free Find a Tennis Partner service. Just use your first name, last name, and email. And then once you're inside the dashboard, decorate your profile, and then start looking for tennis partners today. Thanks for listening to Find Your Aha Moment. This is Brian Lutz at BackhandCity.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's when push comes to I knew it all along